Good morning. Some time ago, after it came out that school staff were isolating special education students in small rooms to discipline them, school superintendent Eric Williams asked the State Department of Education to conduct an independent review. Well, that review is done, and the state says Loudon isn't doing anything wrong. For Wednesday, August 29th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. A review by the Virginia Department of Education into Loudoun County Public Schools' practices of restraining and secluding students found those practices comply with state guidelines. The state also found that reports of special education students being restrained and locked in rooms as part of discipline were isolated incidents. Earlier this year, parents started telling stories about their special needs children being locked in isolation rooms for hours at a time. That led to calls from state legislators for an independent review of the school system's practices, and Superintendent Eric Williams asked the state to look into it. In response to the state's report, Williams said, quote, We appreciate VDOE's review and are generally pleased with the findings, but I want to emphasize that we have work to do to improve our policies, procedures, and practices in the area of special education generally and restraint and seclusion specifically, end quote. The state's report did also recommend the school system make several improvements, like adopting policies to specifically prohibit pharmacological restraint, which would be using medication to subdue or sedate students. Just to be clear, the state did not find evidence that Loudoun schools are doing that, but the school system also doesn't have any specific rules against it. The state also recommended the Loudoun school system require that every student is seen in the school clinic for incidences of seclusion and restraint, and that the school system review the incidences that involve isolating students in these so-called chill rooms to determine whether such actions were appropriate. Reading from the report, quote, Every effort should be made to prevent the need for the use of restraint and for the use of seclusion. Physical restraint should only be used in an emergency, i.e. a sudden, urgent, usually unexpected situation that requires a person to take immediate action to avoid harm, injury, or death to a student or to others when there is an immediate danger to the student and or to others. End quote. After all this came out earlier this year, the school board created an ad hoc special education committee to review the school system's special education practices. The chairwoman of that committee, school board member Beth Huck, maintains they didn't start the committee because of parent complaints. She and other board members had been talking about starting one for months, but she acknowledged those incidents and the public outcry around them were certainly a contributing factor. And she said the state's findings confirm there is room for improvement. For example, she cited a decision last year by senior administration staff to no longer allow outside care providers like therapists or psychologists into schools to observe their student clients. The ad hoc committee will likely recommend that they be allowed back in schools. The committee's full list of recommendations is expected at a school board meeting in November. 
And you can find a link to the state's full report in the story on our website. So go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, Old Ox Brewery, which has quickly grown into one of Northern Virginia's largest breweries, is spilling over into Middleburg. The Middleburg Town Council voted unanimously last week to sell the town's health center property to Old Ox Brewery for a new tasting room and outdoor beer garden. The brewery will buy the quarter-acre property for a quarter million dollars. The town has been looking for months to find a better social and economic use for the property, which it has owned and managed for the past 39 years. The brewery's owners expect putting in a tasting room will bring more people into town and create new events for the town. Old Ox co-owner Chris Burns said the brewery will open to the public next spring after they finish converting the basement into a tasting room and the courtyard into a beer garden. Before then, they may open up a pop-up location to introduce their beers to Middleburg. After that's done, they'll be installing a new brewing system in the property's five-bay garage. They'll be brewing specialty beers for the Middleburg location. Over the past four decades, the town's been operating the health center property at a loss. The price of the sale will be set aside and used for charity, but the town will be able to start collecting property taxes on the property, estimated at more than 1000 bucks a year. While we're on the topic of booze, the Loudoun Wineries Association has announced the winners of its fourth annual Loudoun Wine Awards. 70 wines were entered in the competition, 18 of them won gold medals, and 47 won silver medals. That adds up to 65 of the 70 wines winning awards. To enter, wines have to be made up of 100% Virginia fruit, with 75% of the fruit from Loudoun County. All wines must also be produced and bottled here in the county. The gold medal wineries, starting with those that won twice, Bazo Family Vineyards, Duquesne Winery, Maggie Malik Wine Caves, October One Vineyard, Sunset Hills Vineyards, Zephaniah Vineyards, 868 Estate Vineyards, Cana Vineyards, Fabioli Cellars, Hillsborough Vineyards, Willowcroft Farm Vineyards, and Wine Reserve at Waterford. The medal-winning wines will be poured at the Grand Tasting Reception prior to the awards ceremony and dinner on Friday, October 19th at Lansdowne Resort and Spa. There are still some awards to be announced at the ceremony. The Chairman's Award for Best in Show, Best in Class by Varietal Category, Loudoun County's Winemaker of the Year, Wine Grower of the Year, and the Wine Ambassador of the Year. And in its ninth year, the Ark of Loudoun's popular Shocktober Haunted House is coming back bigger and better than ever and all across Loudoun. Shocktober is the nonprofit's largest fundraiser. The Ark of Loudoun's staff and volunteers work on the attraction six months out of the year to get the 150-year-old Paxton Manor ready. Last year, Shocktober saw more than 12,000 attendees and raised more than $400,000. That accounts for about half of the Ark of Loudoun's fundraising. This year, Ark of Loudoun has new partnerships across the county, like the new Fears and Beers, which is a brewery tour to go with the Haunted House, an escape room, and the National Conference Center's new Halls of Horror. There's also the Trail of Terror guide to a three-day tour of Loudoun restaurants, wineries, breweries, places to stay, and things to do. Visiting those places wins Shocktober fans discounts and prizes and sends a donation to the Ark of Loudoun. Shocktober's new theme is Paxton Hall, a haunted boarding school with a dark history with new rooms, new characters, and new scares. We had a uh, short media preview yesterday. The story, Paxton Hall was run by a ruthless headmistress who did not like children and had a cruel streak. The children rebelled, and she ordered the doors and windows locked so no news of the rebellion could reach the outside world. 
What happened in those last bloody days of Paxton Hall has been a mystery for many years, but when a box hidden away by the headmistress was uncovered and opened during renovations, the tortured souls at Paxton Hall were reawakened and unleashed. Anyway, of course, as I said, this all goes to support the Ark of Loudon, which advocates for and provides direct services to children with disabilities, their families, caretakers, and the professionals who work with them. Tickets are at shocktober.org. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out Loudon calendar, tomorrow, Buzzed at the Bee is back again. This time, we'll be at Twin Pansy Brewing Company in Sterling. So come by Thursday at 7 p.m., try your hand at some spelling and trivia, and don't worry if you're not a good speller, because it probably wouldn't help you all that much in this bee anyway. Tiki comes with a drink, and it all goes to raise money for Loudon Literacy Council. It's a really fun time, and it is tomorrow at 7 p.m. at Twin Pansy Brewing in Sterling. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, create a spooky podcast-themed haunted house where people jump out at you and say, if you like the Morning Minute, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.